When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 417 of Sustainable Minimalists. This is a show about intentional and eco-friendly minimalist living. Today, we're talking about everything you need to know to buy hand soap and body wash like a boss. Stay with me here, but I believe that selecting a hand soap for your home should be a complicated and well thought out decision. Now, I know what you're thinking. You are thinking to yourself, are you kidding me, Stephanie? With all the things I have to worry about in this life, you also want me to be worrying about my soap? Yes. Yes, I do. And don't worry, I'm going to break it all down for you today. By the end of your listening experience today, I promise you, you are going to know so much about soap. And more importantly, you're going to know how to buy it like a conscious consumer. Now, listener Lauren wrote to me, and full disclosure, she wrote to me a long time ago. I'm sorry, Lauren, it took me so long to get to your episode suggestion. But Lauren wanted me to cover hand soap on the podcast. She said, of course, this is a product that so many of us use every single darn day. So Lauren also wanted my take on those reusable hand soap companies like Blue Land comes to mind. And so I will give you my thoughts on those reusable hand soap companies like Blue Land in the second part of today's show. And so I just want to say at the outset that on these conscious consumer shows, we're taking a product that every single one of us buys every single week, month, year, and we break it down so that we can be more intentional in our purchasing of these items the next time we go to buy them. Because if we're going to be buying it every few months for the rest of our lives, let's make the best choice for ourselves and our families now. Let me say here too, that choosing a non-toxic hand soap, it's not just about cleanliness. It's about committing to a higher standard of care for both yourself and the planet. You deserve a non-toxic product. You do. And the planet deserves a non-polluting one, especially since we're washing it down our drains multiple times a day. And so on today's show... In part one, we're talking about some things to avoid, and specifically, we're talking about the antibacterial soaps. And then in part two, I am giving you my best thoughts as to what you should be buying. So part one is what you should not be buying. Part two is what you should be buying. I also have that handy-dandy rating scale that so many of you know and love. So let's get started in part one, and let's discuss those antibacterial agents. 
Thanks to COVID-19, our collective love of antibacterial, antimicrobial products got out of control, didn't it? It started, of course, during the pandemic, and it never really left. Our reliance on these products never disappeared, (laughs) did they? It's the same, by the way. So many things happened during COVID and just never disappeared. How about the, totally unrelated, but how about the asking for tips on receipts for everything? So you go get takeout and there's like a place for tips. That place for tips never disappeared. And during the pandemic, it made sense, right? We wanted to support our service workers. But now our service workers are waiting on actual people and actual tables. So why is there an option for a tip? (laughs) I don't know. If anybody knows, let me know. But The World Health Organization recommended alcohol-based hand sanitizers for frequent hand hygiene during the pandemic. And according to Nielsen, Nielsen being that market research firm, hand sanitizer sales in the U.S. grew 73% in the first four weeks of the pandemic back in 2020. I'm going to make a bold statement. I believe that hand and body soaps with an antibacterial component are unnecessary. It's overkill. And I'm going to try and convince you to agree with me, okay? So stay with me. When we wash our hands with soap and water, what we're really doing is we're rubbing and we're scrubbing soap between our palms, between our fingers. And when we're rubbing and scrubbing, we're creating friction. The friction plus the soap breaks down the structure of the nasties on our hands, like the bacteria. It loosens the bacteria and other germs from our skin, and then the water, the running water, washes these bacteria and germs down the drain. Okay? Antibacterial, antimicrobial soaps, so they have something extra in them with those properties. The antibacterial part of the soap is designed to kill the germs. But here's my question for you. If we're washing our hands with soap and water, what does it matter if the germs and bacteria on our skin are dead or not before we wash them down the drain? Because if we're just washing with soap and there's no antibacterial component inside the soap, we're still, if we're washing our hands correctly, we're still loosening up the germs and bacteria with the friction and the soap, and then these germs and bacteria are getting washed down the drain. So why would we need to kill them with antibacterial chemicals first before then washing them down the drain? The goal is to get them off our hands. The goal does not need to be killing them. So I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to table that, and I want to talk about hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer is, by definition, a set of powerful chemicals that we're rubbing on our skin in the absence of soap and water. Perhaps we're using it multiple times a day, and so we should rightfully be asking ourselves, is this stuff safe? Rubbing high concentrations of alcohol on your skin, often, that's likely not a pleasant experience. The alcohol can quickly dry out your skin. It will disrupt that protective layer of oils on your skin. And that's why hand sanitizers tend to make our hands really darn dry. According to a study that was published in the National Library of Medicine, hand sanitizers can become toxic to both humans and the planet when misused. Hand sanitizers do have a hazardous impact on the environment when they are released by evaporation. And in terms of human health, 
In the first five months of 2020, a.k.a. pandemic time, the American Association of Poison Control Center reported over 9,000 alcoholic hand sanitizer exposure cases in children under the age of 12. They recognized then that even a small amount of alcohol can cause alcohol poisoning in children. (laughs) And so we're supposed to be selecting a hand sanitizer with at least 60% or ideally 70% ethyl alcohol in it. But here's a pro tip. Some of these hand sanitizers on their shelves, they contain other types of alcohol that we should be avoiding. You do not want to buy a hand sanitizer that is using methyl alcohol as its main antibacterial agent. Methyl alcohol is a toxin, should not be used, but unfortunately, some companies, some producers are using methyl alcohol in order to meet the very high demand for the product. Methyl alcohol is also quite cheap. So if you're buying the cheapest hand sanitizer on the market, be sure you turn it over and make sure it doesn't say methyl alcohol in its ingredient list. Now, there is substantial evidence out there that says that for normal hand washing, regular hand soap works just as well at removing dirt and germs from hands as the antibacterial hand soaps. Hand washing, when done properly, is better even at getting rid of germs and grime. Hand sanitizer, for the most part, should be used and should be regarded as a backup to soup and water. I am of the mindset, as is this podcast, of course, that less is more, less exposure to powerful chemicals if and when we can help it. The average American is exposed to hundreds of different chemicals a day, many of which are not tested for safety. There's also the concept, of course, of body burden. These chemicals, both the harmful ones and the not-so-harmful ones, they build up in our bodies over time. And so for these reasons, we all need to be proactive about reducing our exposure to the unnecessaries. And I do believe that antibacterial hand soaps are redundant. They're unnecessary because, again, it's the soap and the water that is breaking up the nasties on your hand, and then it's the water that's rinsing them off, rinsing the nasties down the drain. I want to say here, too, that chemicals enter our bodies through three pathways. The first, of course, is inhalation. We're breathing it in. We're ingesting, so we're swallowing, yes, but we're also putting it in our mouth, like mouthwash, toothpaste. We're going to talk more about ingestion next Thursday, but that's neither here nor there. And the third way, of course, is through absorption, mostly through the skin, but also potentially through our eyes. There is research that says that applying products with harmful chemicals to our skin, that may be more deleterious to our health than eating them, if you can believe that. And now here's why. Our skin is not a true barrier, is it? When you eat something that contains a toxin, it goes through a process in which enzymes break it down and detoxify it, and then it's flushed out of the body. Of course, this process needs many things happening to work right. You must be healthy. You must have the right enzymes to break the chemical down. You must have a mature detoxification pathway. But when you apply a product to the skin, any product, hand soap, pimple concealer, eye makeup, whatever the product is, the chemical can be absorbed directly into your bloodstream without going through any sort of filtering system. 
And so going back to the antibacterial soap problem, there is some research that says that warm water, also known as heat, can impact the absorption rate of some chemicals. So if you're washing your hands with warm water, you should be even more conscious of the ingredients in your hand soap because the warm water may be increasing that absorption rate of those chemicals. Now, I'm not saying there's no place for antibacterial products in our lives, but I am saying loud and proud that I do not believe we need antimicrobial or antibacterial agents in our hand soap. Again, it's redundant. By all means, keep the hand sanitizer around for those instances in which you've been in a highly trafficked area and, here's the key, and you do not have access to soap and water. Use hand sanitizer in those instances, but also use it sparingly. It dries up to your skin. It can contribute to a potentially major looming problem, which, of course, is antibiotic resistance. And, of course, as well as we mentioned, these sanitizers have hazardous environmental effects when released by evaporation. Now, when it comes to the antimicrobials, the antibacterials in hand soap, the ingredient that most often comes to mind is the triclosan. Triclosan is that antimicrobial, antifungal agent. It's often in hand soap. It's often in the less expensive, the cheaper formulations, I must say. Stay away from triclosan for the reasons we've already mentioned, but also because it's a known endocrine disruptor. What does that mean? It means it messes with your hormones. <laughs> it is super important to avoid the endocrine disruptors all the time, but especially if you're pregnant. Here's a not-so-fun fact. Triclosan is an obesogen, and that's because triclosan exposure can make it harder for you to manage your weight. And that, again, is not-so-thanks to its ability to disrupt your hormones. I've mentioned on the show before that triclosan is a pesticide. <laughs> so do you want to be rubbing pesticides on your hands all day long? I personally do not. Triclosan has been found to react with chlorine in tap water to form chloroform, which is a possible human carcinogen, causes cancer, perhaps in humans. And another not-so-fun fact, triclosan is banned in the entire state of Minnesota. So my biggest tip for you today when buying hand soap is if the product on the shelf says antibacterial anywhere on it, antimicrobial, antifungal, anti-any of those, avoid it. Avoid it. Because again, soap and water, soap and warm water is enough. Now, other ingredients to stay away from when buying hand and body soap, of course, are the things we've always talked about on the show. Parabens. Recent research does link parabens to cancer and especially breast cancer. Avoid the polyethylene glycol. They're highly polluting in terms of environmental sustainability. Stay away from the dyes. Do you really need your liquid soap to be bubblegum pink? Do you? <laughs> in almost all cases, dyes in our soap does nothing to make our soap clean better or more. The dyes only get our attention. They make them fun to use. Kids especially are especially sensitive to dyes these days. Red dye is what is used to make soap pink, especially the 
inexpensive, cheap soaps. It's pink. That's red dye that's doing that. And we've talked about ingesting red dye on this show before. So let's stay away from the red dye in our soaps and all dyes in soaps. We don't need it. It's extra. Also stay away from the fragrance. If it says fragrance on your soap, spoiler alert, Miss Myers or Mrs. Myers, I forgot, Miss or Mrs. Myers, there's fragrance. It says fragrance on there. What is hidden under that trade secret fragrance? I don't know. And if I don't know, I'm not using it. So that is what I would suggest we all stay away from. Anything that says it's antibacterial, anything with parabens, anything with phthalates, anything with dyes, anything with fragrance, anything with polyethylene glycol, stay away. Now, before we take our ad break, I just want to bring in the environmental piece. All soap is destined to go down the drain. Enter potential waterway pollution. From an environmental perspective, the biggest concerns are whether or not the product will be biodegradable and not kill aquatic life when it reaches a watershed, right? And so we cannot trust any green or eco-friendly claim without backup. If there is no backup, a conscious consumer would either do one of two things. The harder route would be to ask companies to provide you with reports that indicate that the product is biodegradable and non-toxic to aquatic life. That's the harder route. The easier route, I always suggest let's go down the easier route, right? The easier route is not go through the hassle of reaching out to these companies and asking this question by simply buying a soap that doesn't have the harmful chemicals in them at the outset. That's what I'm here for. And we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about those brands and where and how to find them. I will see you in a minute. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection. They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch 
They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. And we're back on today's show. We're discussing hand and body soap with an emphasis on the hand soap. And before the break, we discuss the things you should be avoiding. You should be avoiding, in my humble opinion, anything that says antibacterial. The big one in soap being the triclosan. We are onto the part of today's show where I'm giving you my rating scale. So if you want to buy hand soap like a boss, I have some suggestions for you. Now, if you are a newer listener and you don't know what I'm doing, what I'm talking about, I used to be a teacher. So I like to, once in a while on these conscious consumer episodes, give you a rating scale. So if you were a, think back to when you were in school. Were you an A student? (laughs) If you want an A in the hand soap class of life, this is what you would do. This is the final project you would turn in. How about a B? Were you like, okay, a B is pretty good. I'm a B student. This is what you would do. All the way down to flunk failure. So let's start with an A. If you wanted an A in the hand soap course of life, what would you be doing? You would be doing one of three things. The first is, You would be making your own soap at home. And I say that with a caveat because I know most of us are not going to do that. I will say I've done it before. It's definitely the most affordable option. And as long as you're careful, it's not hard and it's not dangerous. I will say I do not make my soap at home anymore for personal use simply because I'm just bogged down by daily life and I don't have the time in my life to make 50 bars of soap on a random Tuesday. That said, I do make soap for gifts. I give them out during the holidays, and it's not hard. So that would get you an A, but there are three pathways to get you the A in the hand soap course of life. That's just one of them. You could also, if you want an A, you could purchase bar Castile soap. Now, Castile soap is also known as true soap because it is a combination of natural oils and fats with a natural base. Castile soap originated in the Mediterranean region. Many cultures made soap from olive oil, which is a natural hydrating element. Castile soap gets its name from the Castile region in Spain. It was a soap-making center for centuries. And I want to say here too, Castile soap is healthy for you and it's healthy for the planet because it contains only vegetable oils, no animal fats. It is vegan, non-toxic, biodegradable. So pathway two to getting that A is to buy bars of Castile soap. I buy Dr. Bronner's. They're not cheap. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but bar Castile soap will get you an A in this course. And then finally, pathway number three for you is to buy a bar of soap without the antibacterial agent. Now, this will get you like an A minus slash B plus, I must say. Making your own soap or buying bars of Castile soap, that's the A, A plus, creme de la creme actions. 
But if neither of those are going to work for you, either for your budget or for your time, then buying a bar of soap without the antibacterial agent will give you the A minus B plus range. You should also be buying one without a fragrance, unless, of course, the fragrance is documented from coming from a natural source like an essential oil. So the bar of soap you're buying has nowhere on it does it say antibacterial. It does not have any of the other potentially hazardous chemicals we've already discussed, the parabens, the phthalates, the triclosan, etc. And and so let me also say here too that a bar of soap is the most eco-conscious solution. Studies have found time and time again that bacteria and viruses cannot live on a bar of soap. So even though our society has moved to these pumps of liquid soap dispensers, the bar of soap, that is the OG plastic-free option, right? It is just as good of a cleaning agent and there's no plastic to be found. So bar of soap over liquid soap if you want an A. Okay, so that's the A. What is the B option? All right, the B option, this is where the blue land comes in. So listener Lauren asked specifically about my thoughts about blue land and the other refillable options. If you buy blue land or some other refillable option, assuming the refillable option offers a clean formulation, that would get you a B grade in the hand soap course of life. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Blueland, Blueland is a subscription service company in which you buy their bottles at the outset, I believe they're glass, and then you subscribe and Blueland sends you their tablets on a monthly, every two months, every four months basis, whatever you choose. So you're going to fill their bottle with water to the line, and then you're going to add one of their tablets and voila, you get liquid soap. Now, I am not a Blue Land user, and so I am definitely not an expert on their products, but I will say I did go to their website and I did do a deep dive on their website. I went to their ingredients tab. Let me just back up and say that on their website, on their hand soap page, they said that they are EWG verified. Excellent. I did go to the ingredients tab and on Two of their hand soap products, the Holiday Variety Starter Pack and the Classic Variety Starter Pack, they have fragrance listed. Fragrance, again, being that trade secret, companies can hide dozens of chemicals, some of which may indeed be harmful, under the fragrance label. And so I want to make clear to anybody who uses Blue Land, okay, I'm not saying Blue Land's bad, but I am saying that Blue Land's Fragrance-free hand soap is the only product that's EWG verified. The website is confusing on that part. The Classic Variety Starter Pack and the Holiday Variety Starter Pack, which again are scented products, they have the fragrance, and those products are rated yellow on the EWG rating scale. That's the middle category. So it's think of like a yellow light. It's not red light, but it's not green light either. The only green light product is the fragrance-free product. And so that all said, I do appreciate Blue Land's commitment to diverting plastic from landfills. I think their tablet idea is super smart. 
refillable options such as Blue Land is a good option for those of us who don't want to use a bar of soap. They think bars of soap are so 1980, let's say. (laughs) They want the liquid soap and they don't want to contribute to plastic pollution. These refillable options might be for you, but please do that deeper dive. Look at the ingredients tab on all of these websites, even though the ingredients tab is likely hidden. And if you see fragrance, your spidey sense should be going off. So that's the B. If you want to see in the hand soap course of life, you are going to be buying an inexpensive bar of soap with those potentially harmful ingredients, the parabens, the phthalates, the fragrance, etc. I'm thinking the Dial bar of soap or the Iris Spring bar of soap or the Dove antibacterial soap, right? You're getting some points because it's a bar, but you're also losing points because it's perhaps antibacterial and also because there are some potentially harmful chemicals inside that you don't want on your body and you don't want being washed down the drain. If you want to see, you're also likely purchasing from one of those mega corporations. They don't have a solid environmental policy on the books. Maybe they have an environmental policy, but let's be real. They just have one, so they're not left behind. Uh, The product is inexpensive and it technically works, but you can do better. So if you're buying an inexpensive bar of soap with those harmful potentially harmful ingredients, that's going to get you a C in this course. And then finally, if you want a D or an F, nobody wants a D or F. You don't want it. But if you continue doing this, (laughs) you're going to get it. A D or F is reserved for those of us who continue to purchase the inexpensive soap, like in the previous category C, with the bad ingredients like the dial, but it comes in a plastic jug. So everything that got you the C plus the plastic, it is a liquid soap, that is a D or F action. So it's antibacterial, perhaps. It has the parabens. It has the triclosan. It has the phthalates. Even if it just has one of those and it's in a plastic bottle, that's a D or an F action. So I do have a couple additional buying suggestions for you, and then I have some product recommendations, and then we'll say goodbye. A couple more, four more specifically buying guide suggestions is number one, do not buy individual plastic soap pump containers for each bathroom. Remember surface area. If you are a purchaser of liquid soap, buying refills in the biggest jug possible and refilling your fancy liquid soap containers that you bought at, I don't know, Crate and Barrel or wherever, that is technically more environmentally friendly than buying lots of small bottles with pumps and then throwing that out when it empties. That's number one. Number two, if you are on board with buying and using bars of soap instead of liquid soap, take that bar of soap out of your shower in between uses. It will last longer. And I know because I buy the Dr. Bronner's Castile soap in the bar, not cheap. It's $4.50, $4.50 a bar. You can best believe I don't want that just evaporating or disappearing. I want that $4.50 bar of soap to last. So take it out of the shower. And related to this is tip number three. This came from a listener a few years back, and she said that you can save up your 
soap bar scraps that are too small to use, and you can save them in a jar. And when you have enough of them in the jar, add a little bit of water, shake it up. Guess what you just made? You just made liquid soap out of your little tiny piece of soap discards. Okay, so save those little pieces of the bar that are breaking and cracking and too small. You can make liquid soap out of them. And then finally, buying guide tip number four is when it comes to making smarter purchasing decisions with your personal care products, I believe that it really does come down to doing that upfront work and finding the preferred item, the non-toxic and eco-friendly item that you like. It's a personal care item for a reason. It's because What works for you is personal. So find the one that's non-toxic and eco-friendly and you like. And then once you find it, you don't ever have to think about it again. You can just go on buying it forever. And so I do have some suggestions here in terms of where you should be putting your money. But just know that this is not an exhaustive list. Once you know how to turn a product over and read the ingredients label, you've won. You have won the conscious consumer game of life. Now, if you're not there yet, this is why I'm giving you some suggestions. I, again, suggest Dr. Bronner's. Dr. Bronner's does come in the bar soap, which is what I buy. I buy the Castile soap, but they also sell soap in plastic jugs. So I'll leave that there. Attitude is another great one, especially for kids. The plastic is still there, but the formulation is 100% clean. Attitude products Maybe not all Attitude products, I can't say all, but most Attitude products are very highly rated by the Environmental Working Group, the EWG's Skin Deep Database. I love Attitude products for my kids. There's Karina Organics, I'll link to them in the show notes as well. There's also Vermont Soap Company, I'll link to them as well. And again, if you're wondering, Stephanie, just tell me what you use and I'll go by that. For hand And body, I use Dr. Bronner's Castile Soap Bars. Now, again, they are not cheap. If you, I looked them up on Amazon, they are $4.50 a bar and you have to only buy them in a 12-pack, so you do the math. But if you're buying a bar, last thing I'll say about soap, I promise, and then we'll say goodbye. If you're buying a bar, you should be paying about, on the low end, $3 a bar, $3, not $1.25, okay? Price isn't always a sign of quality, but sometimes it is. So that really brings our conversation back around. If you are not in the habit of turning a product over and looking at the ingredients list, that's your homework for today. I want you to turn it over and I want you to start reading the ingredients list. Now, as you do that, if you have questions, Then you shoot them to me and we'll cover them in a future episode. Holy moly, I, whenever I do these episodes on breaking down an item that we all buy, (laughs) I'm always amazed at how much I have to say. Who knew? The last one we did was deodorant. Who knew I had so much to say on deodorant? Who knew I was so opinionated on hand soap? (laughs) Here we are. Now, I want to say too that next Thursday, we're going to do this exact same thing that we did today, this conscious consumption episode, except we're doing it with oral hygiene. So if you like this type of episode, do not miss next Thursday. 
Listener Megan reached out and she said that she's looking for an episode on oral hygiene for both adults and kids, the floss picks, the mouthwash, etc. So stay tuned for that because don't forget, if you were listening closely at the beginning of this episode, you may have heard me say that absorption happens through our mouths, enter mouthwash and act and toothpaste, etc. Lots to discuss there. That's on Thursday. On Tuesday of next week, we're talking gratitude. It is the season for gratefulness, is it not? And yet, how many of us are practicing it? How many of us? Tuesday's episode is for all of us as we seek to get grateful in this season of abundance. (laughs) I will see you tomorrow for headlines. Reach out if you need me. I'm here for you and take care.